Hello. Welcome to the Magic Woods Podcast. This episode is called Din Goshawk. After the changing of the world, the Mimis of Demora were frightened. They had no idea what was going on. At first, they feared that the rest of Magic Woods had been swallowed by the Weird Lands. But because Dak and Becca could communicate with each other psychically, they discovered that the rest of Magic Woods was still there. They were just sundered from it. Forever. Demora and Chalet and all the Eastern Lands were now like an island in the Weird Lands. The people of Demora were especially afraid, because now they were trapped in a valley. Mountains surrounded their whole land, and the only ways out were through the Ridgewood, where the spirit of the wood lived, and the mountain pass that led to Chalet. They felt trapped and scared. The whole western frontier of their land was now a wall of weirdness. Well, one day, a few weeks after the changing, Jacinda Whippoorwill called an emergency meeting. A bunch of Mimis gathered in the Viceroy's mansion to hear what she had to say. And she said, My son, Odo, has become very ill. I must step down so I can care for him. There was much murmuring among the crowd. Jacinda said, I will send a messenger to Chalet to let the king know he has to appoint a new viceroy. Just then a voice from the back of the room said, Why? Everyone turned to see who had spoken. It was a stranger to them, a young man with a handsome face and a pleasant smile. Jacinda frowned at him and said, What do you mean, why? The man said, why must we let the King of Chalet tell us what to do? There was more murmuring. Catlang Kingfisher narrowed his eyes at the stranger. And who are you? he said. The handsome young stranger stood and bowed. My name is Din Goshawk. Mr. Kingfisher frowned. I haven't seen you around here before. Din nodded sadly. My family lived in the western part of this country, the part that got obliterated by the Weirdlands when the world changed. Several Mimis bowed their heads. Din spoke to the crowd. These are dangerous and troubling times, my friends. We are separated from the rest of Magic Woods. Everything is different now. Why should the King of Chalet rule over us any longer? After all, wasn't it the king's Agini sorcerers who caused the changing of the world? Who caused us to be cut off and isolated? Jacinda shook her head. They did that to stop the Red Queen and save the world. Din nodded politely. That's true. But did it really need to be that drastic of a measure? We will never get to the other parts of Magic Woods again. There was a great deal of frightened murmuring in the room now. Din said other strange things could happen. What will the Agini decide to do next? What might come into our territory from the Weird Lands? We need to protect ourselves. We need to be our own nation, independent from Chalet. Yay! Several Mimi shouted their approval. He's right! 
Catlan Kingfisher stood up. And I suppose, young man, that you think you should be the one to lead us? Din smiled easily. Actually, your excellency, I was going to suggest that we need a ruler with experience. A ruler who knows how to take care of us. I nominate you to be our viceroy again. There was silence for a moment. Then many Mimis clapped. Not all of them, but a few did. Catlang Kingfisher said, oh, I shall humbly accept this assignment. But Jacinda Whippoorwill shook her head vigorously. That is not how it is done here. Din Gossok smiled pityingly at her. I think that is how it will be done from now on. Jacinda looked frightened, but Din spoke to her in a very kind voice. Go, take care of your son. It's okay. <laughs> Miss Whippoorwill began to cry. I, I don't even know what's wrong with him. Two of his teeth have fallen out. He has sores all over his face. It's like he's been poisoned or caught some strange disease. Din said, Then go take care of him. The new Viceroy will take care of us. Jacinda looked unconvinced, but she nodded and left the room. The crowd dispersed as Mimi's headed for their homes. Din spoke to Mr. Kingfisher. The first thing we'll need to do, Your Excellency, is make weapons. We'll need to protect ourselves from whatever might come next. Mr. Kingfisher nodded. Yes, yes, definitely. That's exactly what I was going to say. Thank you for reminding me. And so the Mimis in the city of Doolin started making smelters and forges and cutting down trees so they could mine metals and make weapons. Officially, Mr. Kingfisher was in charge, but Din Goshawk was behind it all. He stayed with Mr. Kingfisher in the Viceroy's mansion and told him what to do. Meanwhile, on the western edge of that land, Dak and Jewel patrolled the border where the Sea of Etheria touched the edge of Demora. They wanted to make sure no more strange beings like that Shadow King came in from the weirdness. Jewel had told the captain of the guards about the Shadow King, but the captain forgot to tell Jacinda because he was too busy with all the other things going on during those confusing times. So no one else knew about the Shadow King. So far, Jewel and Dak hadn't seen anything else coming in from the Weird Lands. Jewel said, I just know that that Shadow King was evil. He reeked of evil. Dak and Becca still communicated with each other all the time. Becca said, I can't believe you're on the other side of the sea of weirdness. I'll never get to see you and Daddy again. Dak said, I know. But I wonder how wide the Sea of Etheria is. Could we run through it? Becca said, no. She knew that you couldn't walk through the weird lands for very long without getting turned into misty dream stuff. Don't even try it, Dak. But what if I ran really fast? No. Promise me you won't try to do that. Side. Okay. One day, Becca said that Lila, the Green Queen, who had somehow gotten out of the pit and was now completely healed, had come to Westwood to see the Wall of Weirdness for herself. Lila says there's a new Red Queen 
Becca told Dak. Really? Who? A little kid. Her name's Clorinda. Dak said, that's strange. What? A little kid? Wait a minute. How did the crown come to her? I would have thought the crown got left behind in the Sea of Etheria when KC got obliterated. Becca said no one knows how it came to her. She claims an animal gave it to her. Dak said an animal? Is she cuckoo, do you think? No, Lila says she's very sane, and she isn't evil. Dak said, well, that's good. Dak relayed all this information to Jewel. Jewel felt a pang of sadness when she realized she would never see Lila Half-Shadow again. And thinking of Lila's Half-Shadow reminded her of the Shadow King, and she went, oh, Dak, can you ask your sister to ask Lila about the Shadow King I saw? Maybe she knows something about him. Dak nodded, and he told Becca, in his mind, to ask Lila if she knew anything about a Shadow King. When Becca told her, Lila froze. Why do you ask that? Uh, because Jewel saw a shadowy king crawl out of the Weirdlands when the changing of the world happened. Lila said, oh no, no, that's my nightmare. My nightmare came to life. Where is he now? Uh, Jewel thinks he's hiding somewhere in Demora. She saw him take the form of a handsome Mimi. Oh, Lila swooned. She had to sit down on the grass for a moment. Oh, no, no, I'm so sorry this happened. Becca knelt beside her. What is it? Who, who is this Shadow King? Lila said, he came from my nightmare. I had a nightmare about the spirit in the shadows, who we now call Lavamuk. It's a version of him. He's very evil and very dangerous and very sneaky. The real spirit in the shadows changed his form, too, to look like a handsome stranger. He called himself Serve, and he tricked a lot of people and did so much damage. You have to warn your brother and the others. So Becca sent that message over to Dak, and Dak told Jewel, and Jewel said, I knew it! I knew he was evil! Dak and Jewel headed east so they could warn Jacinda Whippoorwill. They didn't know that she wasn't the Viceroy anymore and that Mr. Kingfisher was in charge again. They traveled across the green fields of Demora to the city of Doolin. They were surprised to see factories and forges being built there. Mimis were making swords and armor and weapons. And Jewel said, what's happened here? Then they saw Brutus, Dimmy, and Snot. The boys were dressed in red guard uniforms and carried sharp spears. Brutus said, what are you doing in this town? Jewel said, we're here to see the Viceroy. Brutus said, my dad doesn't need to see you for anything. Dak said, we don't need to see your dad. We need to see the Viceroy. My dad is the Viceroy again. Dak said, what? How did that happen? Jewel said, okay, well, regardless of who the Viceroy is, we need to see them. We have to warn them of a great danger. Brutus said, he has no time for you. I think you should leave the city now. He and the Grackle boys laughed as they walked away. Jewel frowned. I think the evil one is already working behind the scenes in this land. Dak said, yeah. Come on, we've got to speak to someone about what's happening. They headed to the meeting hall of the Viceroy's mansion, where a lot of Mimis were gathered. 
Dak was surprised to see his dad, Foss. Dad, what are you doing here? Hello, son. I'm helping with the war effort. We're raising an army to protect ourselves from whatever else the King of Chalet and his Aguini sorcerers might do to us. We may have to attack them first. Dak said, what? Dad, you can't seriously believe that the Aguini are evil. Suddenly, Dak felt Jewel stiffen beside him. She was staring at a handsome man at the other end of the hall. The man was writing something on a slate chalkboard and talking to a group of Mimis, and she said, That's him. That's the Shadow King. That's what he turned into. Dak wasted no time. He jumped onto a table and shouted, Everybody listen! He pointed at the handsome stranger. That man is not who he seems to be. There was much confused muttering. Jules stood up beside Dak and said, I saw him come in from the weird lands at the changing of the world. He was a shadowy king, a figure of evil. But then he assumed that form, she pointed at Din. He is a thing of evil, a nightmare of the spirit in the shadows. Some Mimis laughed nervously at the absurdity of this. Everyone waited for Din to say something. At first, he had looked angry, but then he smiled sadly. He wrote his name on the board, Din Goshawk. He waved his hand, and the letters magically rearranged themselves into Shadow King. Everyone gasped. Din said, it's true. I did start as a character from a nightmare, but then I came to the solid world. I wish to change my nature and turn good. I wish to use my power to help all of you. But I see that I'm no longer wanted here, so I shall leave. Good luck to you all. He walked out of the room and exited the mansion. The Mimis were very confused. Some of them were sad to see Din go. And they yelled at Dak and Jewel. But many Mimis defended their actions. Soon there was much arguing in the meeting hall. Obviously we shouldn't follow him. He's evil. Yeah, but he was trying to be good. He was helping us to protect ourselves. But he's evil. Tin Goshawk walked away from the mansion through the empty streets. A strange smile played across his lips. Everything was going according to plan. The Mimis were turning against each other, just as he wanted. They would be weaker if they were divided. For now, he needed to gain more power. So he headed toward the Ridgewood to find the only other being in that part of the world who had also come from the Weirdlands and had a lot of power. The Spirit of the Wood. Well, that's the end of the story, Din Goshawk. The next story is called Nightfall Lovebirds. Goodbye.